<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Everybody, uh, thanks for checking into this episode of the bullpen. Uh, just some quick updates. Uh, it's getting that time of the year where it's uh, getting cold outside here. Uh, you know, the first part of the year here in January. So uh, the pens are uh, really, really full out at MBS and out at Vogler's uh, Vogler Siemens Center in Ashland. Uh, and it's getting to be uh, National Western time, uh, Oklahoma City time, stock show time. Uh, so, folks, I encourage anybody on your travels, you want to stop in uh, going back and forth, especially out going to Denver, pull into Nebraska Bowl Service uh, just off Interstate 80 south of uh, North Platte, about 60 miles. Take a look at all the uh, all the sires out there at NBS. Uh, the crew would love to have you out there and, and show you around and uh you're always more than welcome to stop. You know, here in in uh, Ashland, Nebraska, we're just off exit 420. Uh, you can stop in and take a look there uh, at the Sires. And also, I sometimes I forget to mention, we also are connected with Bovatech. Uh, so any of those uh, IV, cows you want to IVF, get some oocytes on, give us a call at our Ashland facility, 402-944-2584, and we'll get them booked up uh, to do some IVF work on them. Uh, the McCook facility, Nebraska Bull Service, is 308-345-2900. And, of course, you can see it all on uh, – Vog- I guess the main website would be to go to VoglerSiemensCenter.com, and then there's links to go to all the locations on there. And uh, this episode here, folks, is, uh, is going to be another really good one. We're going to talk about, you know, is that time of year where we got bull sales coming up and the female sales. Uh, and we've got a guest on that was on earlier in the fall that is really doing some great things uh, – as far as trying to help people, you know, market in, in as far as uh, promoting beef and doing and, and uh, things like that. So I've got uh, Mr. Uh, Neil Sanders, uh, one of the managers out for Perry Angus uh, in here today. So welcome back, Neil. You want to give in case anybody hasn't listened before, give us just a little bit of your background. OK, Les, uh, thank you again and uh, welcome to the best beef podcast on the face <laughs> of the earth, the bullpen. Uh Fantastic to be here. Well, thanks. Um, so I grew up southwest South Dakota. Mm-hmm. Uh, went to CSU and uh, went to school with one of my, well, with business partner there, Ryan Perry. And uh, we're in Sterling, Colorado. We are Perry Angus. And uh, we have a fantastic set of bulls coming up this year march 14th 2022 and i've got so many bulls that i'm not sure how i'm gonna narrow them down (laughs) and it's a great problem to have this year yep um but we have we have some angus and some same sim angus um so i got out of school i was in the army and then got back and and then uh, followed my wife around, and we dropped kids everywhere, and and uh, ended up twelve years later 
uh, coming back after Ryan said, I want you to come sell bulls. Mm-hmm. And so okay. here I are. Yeah. Uh, in in Omaha, yeah. which is a long ways <laughs> from Sterling. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, yeah, and and you know I'm on a big trip and and uh, with the meatpacking plant in Hot Springs, United Ranch Cooperative that we're working on, and uh, so it it's going to be a long couple of days, yeah. but uh, that's okay. Yep. I I like being on the road. Yep. Yeah. And you mentioned something. I mean, you said you've been in in the army and stuff. You know. Uh, so in, in my notes here, you did uh, a couple tours in Iraq? I did. Uh, so what, were you in the Army, the Marines? I was in the Army. The I was Army. an infantry officer in the Army. Okay. Yep. Okay. That had to have a huge impact. On yeah, you. it's still lasting. St- still lasting? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, but you make some really good friends that and, I still oh, talk that's, to. That's what I'm, and yeah. And the, just, the bond, uh, you... You you read the Banner Brothers. I right. mean, the yeah. bond that is established that you read about and see, you don't know until you've done right. it. Right, yeah. And and, and, and I'm going to speak, you know, I, I can pretty much guarantee you just about everybody listens to this bullpen, bullpen would really probably just want to reach out and shake your hand. And thank you. Thank you for your service. And uh, we really do, from the bottom of our heart, appreciate it. I do have a question, though, and I hate to get – no, I don't hate to. Hell, I do it sometimes. I get a little <laughs> political. All this crap that happened – and I'm going to say it like I say it because I'm getting older now and I've learned. It's all right. It's speak, a podcast. Speak we're, it up, we're, right? We're good, right? All this, all this BS that went down, we, we went through all the blood, sweat, and tears to do what we did. And yeah, did we need to get out of there? Or, or need, yeah, but the way it went down, how, how does that affect some people, some of you folks that were actually there and tried to help get things the way they were? Just absolute madness. Yeah. Hey. I mean, we we can talk about it if you want. Even don't even, have to if you don't even want to. Even if you look at the cost of the equipment. So, when we left Iraq, you know, six when our unit came back to yeah. Fort Carson, I was the XO. Well, I'm responsible for moving all that stuff, moving the equipment, and our accountability of equipment and doing that. Mm-hmm. It could have been done. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Right. So that. That's a bludgeoning point, one. Two, you don't leave people behind, behind before you're ready to go. That's it. I, I don't know that there's something bigger out there that we don't know. I'm pretty sure there's not. Yeah. yeah I mean, those are basic things, right? Um, you, you look you, at you don't you leave look anybody at the, behind. And you get your shit out of there. The lieutenant colonel from the Marines that got put in the brig. There's no way. Okay, you're told in uniform not to be political and not to influence or talk. Right. Okay. okay. That's fine. All right. Well, I took an oath to defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic. Mm-hmm. Well, guess who else took an oath? And guess who else is not being held accountable? There's a bunch. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. And I, I'm as PO'd as anybody else out yeah, there. Yeah. So, no, it was a bunch of crap. Yeah. A question that I and, always, I mean, sit around. I mean, we left all the equipment. I mean, and then I'll get off with my, this. But we left that equipment there. Okay. I drive a 2018 pickup or whatever and other things. You got cell phones. You got OnStar. Can you tell me? 
maybe it's trade secret. Is there something not in those vehicles or equipments that doesn't have an OnStar or something where somebody couldn't have flipped a button and blew them damn things up so they can't go to the Chinas or somewhere else and they rebuild them? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> on a, on a Humvee, it, I don't think you could, but. On some of that newer stuff. I mean, I'm I mean, just, I got out of the I army. Don't know, I'm no, I'm just, I got out of the army in 07, so I mean, it's I'm been just, a while. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just a bull collector. But I would think, hey, there ought to be something in there if we don't want the foreign countries to do it. We ought to be able, if we're leaving, boom, hit a switch, and there they go. Right. I'm, I'm sure the drones and the Blackhawks, <laughs> you'd yeah. have no problem being able to do that. Right. Okay. Well, we'll get. Uh, I'm sorry, but I just had to get that off my chest. We'll get. That's okay. We'll get moving along. There, there's way more that <laughs> we could talk. Oh yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that again. So tell, tell us a little about, you got, you got the sale coming up on the 14th of March, uh, Angus and Sim Angus. Where are some of the bloodlines? What, what are you guys striving for? Well, I, I hate to say that we're like everybody else because mm-hmm. we're not. Right. Um, balanced trait genetics, moderate frame, yet still growthy enough to give you a good product at the end. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we are raising bulls and heifers to last their lifetimes, all right, to go out on range, come back bred, come back still standing up if Mm -hmm. you're a bull, right, and produce that offspring that is going to be a very uniform good product to go however you market it mm-hmm. be it grid be it feeder be it 900 yearlings mm-hmm. and in calving ease right and highly fertile mm-hmm. you know yeah. we came in 93 percent bread yeah it's awesome especially it's, this year i mean this last summer i don't know you guys uh weather wise were you in a drought they're pretty hot and stuff but uh, could have been worse. Yeah. It, it sure as heck could have been worse. Right. We sent our bred heifers up to South Dakota, uh, Easter Rapid City, because I managed to stumble on some grass when I was up there, mm-hmm. uh, there at home. And they came back 93%. They'd awesome. been on a pot twice. Yeah. You know, and here they come. And according to our ultrasound data, they should be upwards 80%. Uh, AI bread. That's awesome. And and if you can do that and you can stick efforts oh. like that. Oh, that's, that's, that's and, and so, absolutely amazing. Um, but they look, our, those bread heifers, when we turned them out and they ended up on the river there in July and on the Cheyenne River, mm-hmm. in two weeks, in, in two, in two weeks, they slicked up and I, Bet they gain four pounds a day. Right. My yeah. goodness, yeah, good they look grass. good. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And you know, and they were on decent pasture yeah. before. Well, you get them in there and they're on the oh, shade. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, makes a difference. Makes a um, difference. So, how many how many years have has have you been having this sale? Uh, we are going into our twenty fourth annual wow. sale. Twenty fourth annual. This will be the twenty fourth. Awesome. Uh, so you're on, getting a good reputation build up, and you read. Yeah, repeat and, and a, a lot of neighbors. And, and last yep. year we sent a couple bulls to uh, South Dakota, mm-hmm. which was fantastic. Um, this year, uh, I think we're gonna exceed that and get kind of some more out of staters. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's kind of my job um, with Perry Angus is to to go fill the seats and, right. and and find bull buyers. So that's what I do. But uh, most of that, a lot of that's on the phone and on the road, hence yeah. why I'm here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
We do have some Simangus as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so about 10% of our cow yeah. herd would be uh, some Simangus influence. So probably like 50-50, I mean, percentage-wise, Simmental Angus? The cows would be 50-50, and then if you take a three-quarter and breed so that. So you about five-eighths calves or you, whatever. Yep, yep. Okay. yep. So you get a little bit of white face on some of them, yeah, nobody, which I love. Yeah, nobody. Yeah, I love the chrome. Yeah, yeah little, get those get those so, baldies out there. Yeah, absolutely. we had a had a calf born, and he was conceived in 2020, and he's got a mask over his eyes. Yeah, and I said, well, he came born with a mask. There he he's go. got he's coronavirus ready, <laughs> and he was conceived in 2020, right? Yeah, there you go. And yeah. so anyway, I named him the event. I named him Avenger. I'd call them pandemic, but yeah. But uh, there you go. Well, there's truth yeah. in that too. But uh, is he's five twenty four and yeah. and he's uh and then uh, got another semi calf. Uh, and we flushed his mother this year, mm-hmm. uh, one sixty one. So she's ten year old cow. Yep. But uh, he's an eagle calf, and he's got a white stripe over the top of him. And my second daughter a hooks eagle named calf. him named him uh, Archibald. Archibald. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And and he's all of that. Uh-huh. He is uh, he's doing really good. Awesome, awesome. So so the sale is that right there? Is that on the it, on the ranch or the yep, farm? Yep, two one nine nine eight County Road forty six, Sterling, Colorado. Okay. Um, and so the sales at one come early mm-hmm. and uh, get some lunch. Look through the bulls; they'll be in the pen. Yep. Uh, bulls don't go through a ring. It's all live. Kind of. Kind of but everybody will be outside, so you can see them, mm-hmm. and they're okay. pinned by Sire Group. But the DV auction, uh, Tiger Ocean. So it's on DV auction then? It will be yeah. on DV auction as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the videos are displayed in the sale ring inside the so, shop. And that's really, that's, I think that's what a lot of people are doing. It's just so much easier on the cattle and, 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 and helps crew them, and the crew. Yeah. Because there's, and, and people would need to realize sale day you get going, I mean, and the auctioneer and the ringmen are, are hooting and hollering and you never know when something might, you know, they might be as tame as, you know, your indoor dog, something, something could happen and spook them. So, you know, a lot of these people are, are you know, have the auctions, you're comfortable inside and stuff and doing that. Uh, and and these these cattle are handled a ton. Yeah. I mean, so does every seed stock producer. Right. But, I mean, you can walk out there right now, and there ain't a one that runs and jumps and leaves you. Mm-hmm. They'll come and follow you and watch you. And they're, you know, you after you've blown them off twice and you put them through there for their first shots before weaning and then the second booster. Yep. And you handle them, pulling the sick few that you do have, uh, and you just go in there, shoot every other day, and stand around. Right. Yeah. Hey guys, how you doing? Yep. You talk to them, you sing to them, you're feeling <laughs> good. You kick your heels up, and they don't flinch. Yeah. And so there would be four things that would absolutely be important for us. Docility, birth weight, yearling height, mm-hmm. and feet. Mm, that's, yeah, feet. Okay, so one of the biggest things that I brought when I came, one of the first things I said to Steve and Ryan, so Steve and Joanne are Ryan's folks. Okay. And I said, 
we've got to start looking at feet. Mm-hmm. And now it's all the talk about it. Oh, well, yeah. It's... So fortunately, some of that in our deal had been headed off. Mm-hmm. There's always a creeper. Yeah. And you got to figure out, is it nutrition, environment, or genetic? Mm-hmm. Or all three. Right. Okay. So for some of them, yeah, it is. But you've really got to look at those feet. So if you're going to get, you know, when we're doing our our semen purchases in the spring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In, in January, February. Well, what does the offspring look like out of their feet? Right. And that has become a huge thing uh, for me. Uh, not to say I have a foot fetish, but I yeah, do. No, when it comes to a cow, when it comes to bulls and cows, the people really, yeah, it's and it's something I think people are starting to pay a little more attention to. They are, and I I think we need a more reliable EPD. Yeah, there's a we, lot. Of, we got to figure that. That yeah, that's a sometimes junk in is junk out. We can we stuff, can talk for so. another hour just about the foot EPD. Right. Thing. Yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, so tell me just a little bit more about Perry Angus, how the hell they all started and, and originated, if you well, could. Steve is a transplant from Illinois. Okay. In fact, he and my wife were born in the same hospital in Peoria. Okay. Not at the same time. <laughs> but uh, he ended up coming out to NGC and got to know some farmers out there in Sterling and bought the bought his farm. Mm-hmm. I was going to say bought the farm, but we don't wish that upon him yet. Right. So <laughs> we joke about that, too. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so they he kind of started in the cattle, and, and uh, well, they shoot horses a bunch, and mm-hmm. so did I. And so evidently we're both crazy. Yeah. But uh, so they kind of did a bunch of private treaty to start with, and then and – then, uh, I guess it'd been in the nineties when they started, started having, having the sales. Yeah. And the first sales were down in Sterling. Uh it'd been at the livestock market. Okay. Uh there. And eleven, ten years ago they came back and, and, and had it all at the ranch or yep. Yep. awesome. Yeah, and it's so much easier not hauling cattle and mm-hmm. but uh so that that's kinda how they've been and Joanne does the books and does the a lot of the awesome. a lot of the cows cow number stuff and so and of course ryan and ryan and i have known each other i guess almost 20 years uh-huh. well a little more still get along we do <laughs> it's a, um it's a, we can go to work every day yeah and and in fact i live in his old house uh-huh. right now it's right next door to yeah this. because if, well, if, if people if people did you know i hope you caught the other one when uh neil was on here actually you and your wife She's in South Dakota, and you're in Colorado. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Two different jobs, doing different things, and oh, but <laughs> it is what it is, right? You got to do what you got to do. Yeah, and and when I in between cuttings or yeah. when there's a break in the action, I get to go home. I yeah. get back to South Dakota and do co-op stuff, and mm-hmm. and be there with the family and yeah. or the other part of the family, and so <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. So and I got it in my notes here. I mean, you have the sale, and, and it says here you you were went to auctioneer school. When you gonna you gonna no? You're not gonna do conflict it? of interest. I guess. <laughs> okay, 
<laughs> so would you have the guy who can do a charity auction <laughs> capable, yeah. or would you have a world champion auctioneer? Well, there you go. So tell us a little bit about your auctioneer. So our auctioneer, John Corey, won, uh, I left Colorado, won the uh, world championships in 02, and took him 15 years to do it. It's kind of like, like another person I know, a friend of mine. Matt Matt Lowry, I don't know if you've yeah. heard of Matt. Yeah, he was he was world champion auctioneer, and he tells the story about it. It took him a long time too, but he finally won it. But so. they, it it became a family trip for him. Yeah. So him and his wife and their two girls would go every year, mm-hmm. and of course it's held all over right United States, you know. And so that was the trip. And then in '02, John finally won it. And you can only win once, so you can't yeah, enter again. Right. So, but he's been a judge, and he's yeah. gone back, and now and then he won in Calgary and won the international. Oh, really? Awesome. Uh, shortly thereafter, I believe. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, just a fantastic guy and a huge promoter of beef. Mm-hmm. He's, yeah, I, and that makes that makes an auction fun too. When you, when you get an auctioneer like that, world champion. Well, everybody knows when they show up. They're like, well, we know we're going to get a fair deal, right? And, you know, and he's got a screen from DV Auction on there saying who's yep. bidding on the internet. And he's, internet, you're out, or South Dakota, you're out, yep. or, yep. you know. Yep. But, uh, no, I can do church auctions, and that's about <laughs> all I'm. But I, it's funny. I'll practice with my son. Luke's nine. Yeah. And uh, he could really be really good. Uh-huh. So what do you do when you're practicing? You're just driving down looking at mile oh, markers you, or just? You do, like, uh you you can do just straight numbers, uh-huh. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, yeah. 40. Or, you know, 10, 10, 20, 20, 30, 30, 40, 40, 50, 50. Yeah. And it's not hard. That's what they all say. <laughs> if you can count, you can do yeah. it. That's my trouble. But, my trouble. you know, you do tongue twisters. You know, Betty Botter is the auctioneer's cornerstone. Betty Botter bought some butter and she bought... Okay, I'm screwed already. Okay. Tommy Adams <laughs> took two T's and put them in the top two tall trees. But it, it, and it's amazing. I haven't said that in a year and a half. Way to roll right off your tongue, though, right there. And it's there. It's there. <laughs> and so, anyway, I went to Missouri Auction School, uh-huh. and, which supposedly is the Harvard of the, Yeah, I spent nine days there. Really? Well, I was supposed to have an auctioneer job when I got out. And that didn't happen. <laughs> Awesome. So, I mean, and, and to go back, I mean, you got the United Ranchers Co-op in, in Hot Springs, South Dakota. How's, I mean, I know it's the wintertime right now and things are going so, but any any updates on that you'd like to fill anybody in on? Well, we're, hopefully we've got some dirt moved uh, shortly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know that we'll necessarily be cutting meat by the fall of 22 uh but we're gonna be darn close. Okay. Um but uh yeah, United Ranchers Cooperative and we can market beef under Dakota Territory beef. Um and and so that'll that'll be So you got I mean you got a lot of things a lot of things on your uh on your yeah, tablet on your stove. So. I I don't know any different. So <laughs> so, so how can uh, people people uh wanna get is there uh for Perry Angus, is there any websites, uh, social you, media, or how do you? Absolutely. You can find Perry Angus on Facebook. You can find Neil Sanders on Facebook. You can find uh, at perryangus.com. 
We have a website. Mm-hmm. Um, you can contact me anytime at 605-858-4478. And uh, you can also just show up. If you want to, there you go. They're on County Road 46 in Sterling, mm-hmm. and find somebody, and we'll we'll show, show you, you the pin yeah. and and uh, show you the bulls and the heifers, and we should have. They'll be along with approximately 70 right uh, bulls in the sale in March. Um, there'll be about 20 uh, open virgin heifer calves. Replacement type females. Yeah, awesome. absolutely. Perfect. Yep. So there'll be, and there might be 25. Yeah. Um, anyway, those numbers are approximate. Right. We'll, we'll know when we get our blood back and we kind of go through that and, and get our data back. We'll, we'll kind of look mm-hmm. at it. But uh, some, of the, some of the sires that we do have for both heifers and bulls, um, Wall Street. Okay. Uh, they've turned out to be everything as advertised. Yeah. They're soggy, thick. Uh, emerald, well, pretty much same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, those Keneally emerald calves. Yeah. Uh, I really like his females. Mm-hmm. Not to pick on his bulls. Yeah. But uh, really, really do like those. Um, rain dance, rainfall. Okay. Um, kind of. There's only a couple rain dances. Yeah. Uh, but the rainfalls, um, kind of ad as advertised as well, mm-hmm. and and they've. They've been that way. Uh, playbook. Okay. We really like him. Yeah. Um, both bulls and his daughters. Females, yeah. Okay, um, uh, MGR Treasure. Uh, we've got, we've used him probably four years because we've got, We've got cows that are on their second calf. That's always good when you use a bull again, you know they're you know. and and so we've he's been used um uh plus one. Okay. Um and they've turned out mm-hmm. real nice. Uh E and B plus one. And then uh Kessler's Commodore. Okay. Sixty five sixteen. Mm-hmm. Uh those K coms. Um I don't know that we have any more left of of him, but uh, they, you know, they're they're thick and they work. They work exactly what you need for your program. Yeah, so. and, and I guess everybody I just listed has got feminine qualities. Yep, can make females. Mm-hmm. All right, but they can grow and they can hang on the rail. Right. So at the same time. Exactly. That's what you and, need. And that's what we've done forever. Mm-hmm. And and uh, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's right. That's right. If you've got good cattle, you know, so come and see it. Yep. And then and then on the on the Simitol side, um of course this is spread out over 25 cows or so. Right. Uh, Boulder, mm-hmm. been really good for a while. Uh, Blackhawk, okay. Um, which I kind of personally prefer. Uh, really like that one. Black powder, yeah. And you get a little more white with the 
right. Blackfeller. Yeah. So he's he's the sire of my Avenger bull. There you go. <laughs> and then uh, wide range and okay. an eagle. Uh-huh. Looks eagle. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. So, so that they've and 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 they're gonna be. You know, last year we had five, I think, some Angus bulls in the yep. sale, and this year it'll probably be seven or eight. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, I we've got a lot to choose from, and and there's going to be really good bulls. Yeah, on March fourteenth. Yeah, yeah, March fourteenth uh, in Sterling, Colorado. Yes, sir. At uh, one p.m. So uh, if you need anything, folks, go ahead and give Neil Sanders. Uh, a call or give give uh, Ryan Perry a call. Uh, Neil, go go ahead and give us give us the the contact info one more time here. All right. Uh, so we're at two one nine nine eight County Road forty six. Okay. Sterling, Colorado, and my number is six zero five eight five eight four four seven eight. Okay. Well, thanks so much, Neil, for st- for stopping back in today and giving us an update. And uh, best of luck on your sale in March. Uh, Hope for good weather and a uh, great crowd and uh, sell them high. Yes, sir. Okay. Thanks so Thank much. Thank you, Les. You bet. Yep, bye-bye. A Huda Media Production.